0: wait wait wait
1: ah good you got a a glass of bubbly for uh for the big day.
0: I did. It's a bi- it's a big old day. I got some tangerine LaCroix because it's so fancy.
1: Have you seen the uh, tall, skinny lacroix?
0: The sugary ones that are like... No,
1: no, 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 oh, no, no. Oh, no. fuck me. Excuse, no, no. Me, no. excuse me, excuse me, excuse uh, me. Tall, skinny lacroix. It's got a, a special name. Uh, it is called like Courant or something like that.
0: Oh, Sonata?
1: There you go, yeah.
0: No, it's sugary. It's like, it's like closer to soda, I think.
1: Really? I
0: think, yeah, I've never, I've never messed with it.
1: The one I had tasted as shitty as all the other seltzers.
0: But you like LaCroix.
1: I mean, I do, but like, it tastes like bad soda.
0: No, you're just used to sugar. It's, it's fine.
1: I mean, I'd prefer Coke.
0: I know. Are you weaning off Coke?
1: I have not had a Coca-Cola uh in some time now long enough that i don't know when it was i did think about coca-cola the entire ride home today on the train
0: wow you're strong
1: you know how some people uh have dreams i just think about <laughs> sugar
0: <laughs> <laughs> i got one to check mine it's about sugar um I'm I'm surprised that we haven't I, I I think there's documentaries out there about sugar and how it's like a drug and addictive so maybe uh, maybe I don't soon yeah it. no <laughs> it's not addictive personally
1: um, it not for me
0: Jason hey Emily happy anniversary
1: uh,
0: and no it's an anniversary don't don't no don't shit on it
1: I'm not gonna shit on it but. I mean, yes. We're Happy! It's a big milestone. Happy milestone.
0: Oh it's, no, you, st- <laughs> you just backhanded, shit on it. But that's fine. Happy milestone. I'm like, I'm like, Happy milestone, I'm like, Jason. I'm like,
1: I'm like, call it something it isn't. Happy milestone. It's a big milestone, but it ain't a year.
0: Yeah. Well, it's been about a year.
1: Yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. About.
0: So this is, uh, our halfway... We've done two and a half loops.
1: <laughs> That's right. We've... That's right. We're struggling at this point. We're
0: struggling. We're going, uh, counterclockwise at night, I think. hmm
1: Uh, well, Or no, yeah. we would be
0: at... Wait, no, we're probably during the day. Okay. We're probably counterclockwise during the day right now.
1: I believe that. So, uh... Let me, uh, I'm gonna, yeah, this is, this is, this is the right episode Uh, this is, yeah Good
0: (laughs) Actually, this is only 48 Um
1: This is our, this is our 50th episode, people Yeah
0: Not many,
1: not many podcasts make it to 50 episodes No I've never listened to the 50th episode of a podcast
0: I can't say that I have either
1: I've listened to much later, but I have never listened to the 50th episode of a podcast
0: I'm pretty impressed. Like this was something that we came up with in 2015,
1: 15, 14, something like that. Yeah.
0: No, it was 15 because that's when I graduated college. But we it was wa- 2015 then. There you go. And then you had to finish college because it was too hard. So we hit. So we started in 2016. So we waited a whole year, and we were motivated to do it, and here we are.
1: A lot. A lot of people find that it's best if you wait. I. Here's the question. So let's call it a year, for the sake oh, of. Oh,
0: now we're calling it a year.
1: I mean, okay, <laughs> fine. You're right. We are. So we're we're fifty weeks into the process. Yes. The process, if you will.
0: Oh. God.
1: Um. Do you want to do another fifty? That's the question. Like, is it worth it? Is it? Is are you getting anything out of it?
0: If I if if anything at all. I get to talk to you once a week and I know that that's sappy and you're not going to and you're not going to take it well. But at the very least, I enjoy our discussion for ourselves. So yes, I am down to do another 50. I get something out of this.
1: Real town, real talk Mm-mm. right here right now. Yeah. We would probably not really be friends if it weren't for this podcast.
0: No, I mean I, we do. I don't
1: mean that we wouldn't like each other. No, no,
0: no. I totally know, but I don't think our communication. I think we'd still check in with each other, but I don't think we'd be as involved in each other's lives, because we always talk before and we catch up, and we know what's going on. And it's and it's we're we're stronger because of it.
1: What if what if I was as much a stickler for not talking about the documentaries outside the podcast, like just in reverse? Like we do not talk outside of the podcast that way. It stays. You know, fresh. our conversation is fresh.
0: I would hate. You.
1: But it might be a good idea. We'll think about that. Mm-hmm. We'll think about updating that. Yeah. Um, uh, right. Red- and actually, as as luck would have it, or as chance may be, uh, I'm I'm gonna see you this week, which is wild.
0: Very wild. Right,
1: uh, so that's gonna be that's gonna be a good time. We're gonna tear up the city, paint the bean red, as it were.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and if and if nothing else, we're gonna sit on my couch and watch Rick and Morty. So,
1: yes, we could do that. That's
0: probably what's gonna happen.
1: So I am on postdocpodcast.podbean.com, which is one of the many places you can follow our uh, our progress here. And actually, it's one of the only places that you can go all the way back to the very beginning. Uh, And so I'm scrolling through, and I I would invite you to do the same, maybe. Um, I'm wondering if there's any of these that, like, jump out as, you know, we're kind of documentary experts at this point. Like, are there any that jump out as being different or important or impactful or all of the above?
0: I was just telling someone today I can't even remember all of the ones that we've done.
1: Well that's why um, you got to go on this website and scroll. Oh, that's what I'm saying. You,
0: I, oh, you're telling me to do that. Okay. I'm
1: inviting you and the listener.
0: Can you can you link me on Messenger that'll just make this a lot faster?
1: Yeah, you got it, chief.
0: Um I will say I I still as I was like scrolling through to um find an episode for next week, <laughs> I was hitting up documentaries we've watched and I was like, "Oh, that was fun." Mm-hmm. Um Barkley Marathons I still think is phenomenal and one of my favorites that we've done, uh, Paris is burning was another really fun one for me. Man on wire was excellent. Um, those are the ones that like when I see them, I'm like, oh, we should, That was fun. Like I would do that again. I would talk about it I th-
1: again. I think for me, like the biggest uh, this the biggest surprise of all um, has been Polio. Um, yes. <laughs> where, which is episode thirty two, uh, where neither one of us really knew what we were getting into going into it and i had it's not like i had heard anything about it it's not like i read no one told me like hey you got to find this like just organically you know discovered it on our own kind of a thing yeah and that i think about that movie a lot um that's one of the most like i think kind of eye-opening um i agree but there, Scroll through for a second, because like there are none of these actually surprisingly none of these that like I don't remember. Um, it's I can there's I can some thi- that
0: I thought like lo and behold I know I didn't like. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: I remember just being like oh god an honest liar was amazing that was about the magician right.
1: That's right that's uh that's about um uh uh oh, f- I can picture him so well um he's got the name The Amazing Randy and yes. I got it before Google so fuck anyone who Good says job. otherwise um no I I mean that's one of my favorites that's why I brought it to the to the the podcast um there were and like but honestly in all honesty going through like you know things that I was disappointed with far like things that I enjoyed far away things I didn't enjoy
0: yes Wait, where did it go? There it is. Um, no, there's only a few that to me are like, man, eh, I'm good. The short game, which was that kids golfing one,
1: mm-hmm. I,
0: I I feel like we just did that. Like that conversation, I remember being like incredibly fun for me, and it's nuts. That was episode eleven.
1: Yeah, I, that's a that's a good way oh of putting it though. I feel like we just did it.
0: I do. I feel like we just we just talked about that one. Um... And the, the battered bastards of baseball, I remember being really intrigued by, like, the fact that Kurt Russell was, like, this minor league baseball player out of nowhere, and I was like, oh, that's fine.
1: <laughs> it's interesting that you say, you know, like, that you feel like I agree with you. I feel like that uh, the short game is something, like, I can recall very easily and, like, have vivid, like, connections to and memories. Something like Dior and I, I almost forgot, I, f- I forgot that we had watched that. Um, I, wa- I don't know what the difference is. If it, maybe it has to do more with, like, where I am in life at this point or where, how our discussion went or I don't know what.
0: I also find that like, not to jump into today's yet, but today's was like very easy for me to watch, uh, digest, understand what was happening. It uh, it was very, there was a lot of like clarity to it in a Mm -hmm. sense of like, this is the story being told. And for some of them, I think when it's more muddled it's hard to like recall exactly like what the fuck was going on
1: right um well there's definitely something about like the water coolerness of the documentary right like how much am i able to just kind of digest a soundbite and tomorrow at work be like oh that reminds me of documentary i watched um you know what i'm saying we did a live episode i forget about that
0: (laughs) we did we did. Oh God, what was it? March of the Penguins.
1: That's right, with special guest Michael Hatchett.
0: Which was a treat.
1: He's a gem and a doll.
0: He is a gem and a doll, and just the sweetest, the sweetest man boy I've ever met.
1: I think about that Amanda Knox document documentary regularly. Yeah, there's someone I know who who uh, went abroad to Italy and dated a guy, and every day I'm shocked that she's still alive. Um, and that she didn't commit a murder. Both of those two things.
0: Yeah, if there's poop in the toilet, get out of the house.
1: Yeah, <laughs> run the fuck out of there.
0: If I were to say there was a st- moral of that story, it was if there's poop in the toilet, get the fuck yeah. out. Yeah,
1: and like, you don't know, you don't think that's the kind of advice you need to give. That seems pretty obvious, but...
0: Uh, End day Dina? was awful, I don't Mm. think I made it through that one very well.
1: Mm.
0: That feels like five years ago, and that was only a few weeks ago.
1: Man, maybe time isn't linear, you know what I mean?
0: It's just pretty... It's just interesting, like, what what sticks with you and what doesn't. But, I don't know, for me, I felt like we really found our stride. I think we found our stride... I feel like episode seven is usually what we tell people, and that was... Small is beautiful, which I think we both thought was kind of bullshit. But I think we had a lot of fun just, like, connecting on that and having, like, things to mm. say. And I feel mm-hmm. like that was when we really found our, like, groove on how we do this thing.
1: I'm I'm also starting to, like, kind of pick up on some documentary tropes at this point. Sure. Like, I, There's definitely times where I'm watching something and I'm like, oh, okay, so this is a... Uh, uh, this is a documentary where we're gonna use a lot of title cards like we're one of those documentaries like okay yeah. cool like yeah you know, we even call it like we'll text each other and be like hey heads up this one's a reader um right so i don't know i i and i definitely and this maybe is a segue into this week's um i'm definitely i definitely know now that like for me the ideal documentary is a documentary that's that. It is intended to be about one thing and then become something else. Um, you know, like Icarus, for example, was one where it was like all gonna, all in on one idea and then it switches at some point to be something else. Yes. I thought that's what some was going to be about wine tasters and was very disappointed when it wasn't <laughs> about that.
0: And then they found a finger in a bottle and that's where the story really took off.
1: Exactly. Um, that's what I thought. Uh, this week we watched Capturing the Freedmen's. Uh, the, and yeah, we did. We did. And I don't know... So I don't know if you even know... I don't know if you know this. So Capturing the Freedmen is one of the things that's make, that sets it apart from some documentaries. It started off um, about... The, it was a short documentary about clowns in New York City.
0: I did not was, know
1: that. So it was really so about
0: the, the son.
1: It was about the son who's a birthday clown. And it was like a day in the life of a birthday clown. And the director... Andrew Jarecki, who you may know, you do know. I can from see the from, jinx. from your eyes lighting up right away. Um, was talking to him and found out that you know his father and brother had uh, been convicted of um, ch- uh, child rape, child molestation, and uh, having this like child sex ring, I guess you'd call it, um, and like w- was just willing to you know go that direction with the documentary um and i i think this documentary is riveting
0: oh my god i i didn't i wasn't really ready for it to end honestly like and i think that's a really good sign like i did not get bored i did not find anything to be like extraneous i was just like this is so fascinating and i think we have so much to discuss and i'm really Mm. excited about that
1: where do you want where do you want to start what's something that jumps out at you
0: did we did we really give like a good like overview
1: sure so capturing the freedman's uh takes place uh in the i want to say early 90s um i'm almost i'm pretty confident in that actually i think that's right uh and it, it is about uh i guess arnie freeman who was a Uh, computer teacher and piano teacher who was accused of um, or or who uh, was arrested on uh, child uh, pornography charges um, and from there uh, was later accused charged and convicted uh, with heinous crimes against children uh, in his uh, computer classes but she taught out of his basement Um, And then also uh, His son was wrapped up in that as well And the documentary at least uh, Proposes that those charges Were fictitious That it was all part of a mass like hysteria um, Wrapped around Child pedophilia um, And that none of it actually happened But the documentary also does sort of You know it really plays both sides
0: It does Uh, And did this not feel to you Like in a sense, you were just watching, like, a really intense episode of Arrested Development.
1: Oh, in what way? Where it's, like, the the narrator keeps undercutting no. what they're saying? No, just or, like, the, like, what do you mean?
0: Just the dysfunctional family, mm. like, wrapped up in crime, like, taking pleas, and now the son knows, but then leaving, like, I was just, like, this well, feels like a really. Well, and then there's a fucking,
1: there's a birthday clown that just, like, shows, shows up, you up. know like yeah no definitely i definitely can see that um and it almost it wouldn't be outlandish to find out that there was a, a twin brother who was in on the whole, you know like all of that no um,
0: it was it was it was nuts but to me i was just like god this is what arrested development is like the whimsical version of
1: one of the things that i find family? so amazing weird fascinating uh powerful about this documentary is the way that you is you really have super flawed characters Mm -hmm. who you're you're kind of you're rooting for you know what i mean Um, oh yeah
0: they were all flawed yeah like i don't think there was a single like hero in this and and i think the reason for that is and i and we like this lot of home video a lot of home video footage of just day-to-day family monotony and you get to see them like fight with each other, argue, uh, love each other, play with each other. I mean, you like you see everything, so you get an idea of like what this family dynamic is like. And I felt like it was the th- the three boys and the dad versus mom.
1: Oh yeah, 100%. like a hundred
0: percent, which sucks. But like that informs why she was like so bitter and like she had her own bullshit, you know, they they make a case for her like kind of manipulating the situation. There's so really that...
1: nobody that this documentary like doesn't make a case for. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Like you kind of are able to bring your own personal beliefs in and stand wherever you want. And you could watch this documentary and leave it um and leave it feeling v- vindicated or feeling supported
0: yeah so so i mean let's just let's just jump in so arnold is convicted of having child pornography he he raped and uh uh sodomized uh many young boys in his classes did he do it jason did he do it
1: okay well he definitely had child pornography
0: Okay, that's fair. He definitely that's, had child pornography.
1: That's a that's a given, and no one would argue that he. Uh,
0: someone did. Yes. Someone said, "Oh well, the the footage from the crime scene photos didn't show them," and I was like, "Okay, but like someone found them." But anyway, yeah, no. yes. So he, so he, he had I, child I, pornography.
1: He had child pornography. That's bad. That he shouldn't do that. It's On a that no alone, one. he should he should go to jail for that. Fair. Um... And he admits to molesting children when he was younger. Yes. Uh, So that's bad. That's a no no. He should go to jail. Right. I think that this documentary and afterwards, I tried to like look up a lot of stuff that like refuted the documentary. But given everything, it it just doesn't make any sense that he was uh, aggressive. What that he was forcing sex on children at the rate and uh uh level of brutality that the police claim he was um for me the biggest thing is you know so you're telling me your kid was being sodomized daily for weeks and you are picking them up after after class and they weren't bruised they weren't crying There was no, you know, there was nothing. There was no physical evidence. And then weeks later, your kid wanted to go back and you brought them back. And again, they were, you know, that doesn't make any sense.
0: Here's my counter to that. Sure. Especially like for me, this was from kind of watching some of the keepers. And when you see kind of this stuff happening in like catholic schools or in catholic churches it's like you feel this sense of shame that you don't want to share that with people like you're so terrified that like you don't you don't want to come off like you did something wrong and the other thing is is that I think when people are in super stressful and traumatic situations there's an aspect of yourself that like turns off to deal with it Mm-hmm. So I under I, I agree with the fact that like yeah if it was at that rate you know like they made it sound like he was raping like forty people a week or something right or I was like okay like maybe maybe not so maybe not so fast but I do I don't think that the victims not saying anything
1: no and I don't I, find
0: that to be unusual with with cases of
1: rape no I and I a hundred percent agree with you on that but I also think that there's something you know uh. It, it, it rang of uh, Brendan Dassey mm-hmm. Brendan uh from um, making a murder where you know, and the de- the detective not only admits it but is pr- or is is fully uh, upfront about the fact that the way you should interrogate a child and question a child is to provide them with the answers that you're looking for essentially, right. um, and uh, the other detective child expert. Uh, directly refutes that and says no like you can't give the kid what you're looking for because kids are going to try to give you the answer they think you want to hear right um, and so I I I, I guess pers- I, I think that there's just there's just no way it was as bad as they claim it was um, or as frequent as they claim it was right um just logistically and i know that's gross and horrible um but that doesn't mean i don't think he did it
0: no that's fair and i also thought it was interesting that they were using the fact they were like well he's a teacher and like a, a leader in the community and all this shit and i'm like to me that's a red flag like i don't think oh, that, yeah. that, that that negates anything i was like if you spend all of your time teaching and then after school you're teaching piano or you're teaching computer classes and you spend literally all of your time with with
1: children yo-
0: yeah yes, specifically like younger boys like i don't think that that
1: no absolutely yeah i don't
0: know not. i just i thought that was such a dumb argument they're like well he's like a teacher and a leader and i was like so what like he he's exactly where he wants to be he's he's a pedophile
1: it's very interesting to watch how the family... You never... You, you really don't get to normally see the family of the accused quite as intimately as this documentary no. shows you. Um, and not... I would never equate their victimhood, but I think in a way they're victims too. You know, they end up losing a father and a brother and a son and a husband out of this whole, this whole scenario. Sure. But it's amazing to watch how totally those kids side with the father oh yeah Um, and there's just no there's no questioning in their mind that he's innocent and the that one reporter who sees us all the time says that's the normal that's the norm
0: yeah well because there's part of your brain that just wouldn't want to say that like someone that's raised you would do anything like that like, that would be very upsetting to to realize that, like, your, you know, parent was doing that kind of shit, you know? So I think it's easier to, like, play the family game and, like, jump on the bandwagon and just be like, no, nah, we're fighting this. And you see them making a case for themselves, which I thought was really, like, at the dinner table when they had, like, all the shit laid out and mom was kind of yelling about some stuff, but then you know, the brothers are trying to figure out the best way. I was like, damn, they are hands on personally taking this on. Right. And not assuming that a lawyer is just going to like handle it or whatever.
1: I mean, I, I, I wonder, I wonder to what extent that's normal. Cause like, I can't imagine, you know, especially, you know, put in, put yourself in Jesse's shoes. You know, I can't imagine that I'm about to go on trial for anything and I'm not invested in it. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, but yeah, it was a, it's, it's wild and amazing that all this footage was available.
0: Totally. I, lo- I loved that. I, think, I thought they had really good interviews also, but everything was, like, real footage from when everything was happening. And there was something that happened that kind of reminded me of Amanda Knox, in mm-hmm. that they were talking about Jesse's behavior the day before the trial, Yes. And at the trial and how they're like, oh, well, they were, he was goofing off with his brothers and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, who decides how people feel before they go on trial for something, whether they did it or not? Like, who, who says that this is like normal behavior? Because to me, you know, there's a certain amount of like, he knows what's going to happen. He's going to plead guilty. He's literally going to jail. They're not going to be horsing around for quite a fucking while. And to me I'm like, yeah, I would probably do everything that I could to be as normal and like functional and have fun as much as I could until well, it's taken away from me.
1: And I, I I don't know what the like best way to say this is, but like also like they're kind they're a, a kind of weird family. They're like
0: No, yeah.
1: Like uh, you know, pedophilia aside, they're like, you know, they kind of are, are think Things he's a clown for God's sakes, you know. No, I mean, like totally. They, um, but but yeah, there was like a point where I forget what his title was. I think he was a prosecutor. You know, had that line where he said like, you know, can you believe he was acting that way the day before? And like immediately, Amanda Knox comes to mind. Um, yeah, a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, because I still stand by that. Her behavior didn't seem weird to me either. Like I could have seen myself. Mm -hmm. reacting the same way that she did and honestly even in this case i was like yeah i'd probably want to just be as clueless and out of reality for as long as i possibly could be
1: so what is your your position on the on the mother and the mother's role in this drama
0: you know there's a sense that i feel for her because you got four against one. That was very clear. And that and that sucks. Um, however, I didn't find her weakness just as a person to be very, like, s- inspiring in a way. I was like, why don't you, like, stand up for yourself for, like... She was very whiny a lot.
1: I don't mm. know. I, I was on her side, like, 100%. Yeah? All along the way. Yeah, I mean, like here's this woman who fell in love with a guy and, like, thought things were perfect and, you know, s- kind of slowly becomes clear things are not perfect. You know, the their relationship's kind of weird, the sex is kind of weird, and then they have kids, and again, like, she expects everything to be perfect, and it's kind of not perfect, and then you know, it's like a slow decline that suddenly just plummets for her. Yeah. Um, and obviously, she's got her own, like, mental issues that in everyone else, instead of, like, being supportive in any way of, are just kind of like, man, like, can you believe, you know, he had to put up with her? Like, can you believe he survived her? And it's like, fuck you. Like, can you believe she survived him? He's a a fucking pedophile. Do you
0: think there was a sense of, like, martyrdom with her, though? Like, in pressing them to, Mm -hmm. like, plead guilty and not to go to trial and not fight? I mean... Like, do you think for her that was a sense of... I mean, look at... Their marriage seemed terrible. Like, I'm so glad that she's with, you know,
1: whoever. Todd. Yeah.
0: Todd whatever. Yeah, Todd. Todd whatever in their little house. Like, her life and has, he has got...
1: kids, so it's okay.
0: So it's fine. So, like, I don't think that, like, she needed to stay in, like, a marriage that was terrible or, by any means, but, like... Do you think there's a sense of, like, this could be her out? Like, this could be, like, you know, I mean, get everybody out of the house?
1: Oh, I hear what you're saying. I mean, I I took it to be, like, you know, she wanted him to plead guilty. She didn't want there to be a trial, that a trial would be devastating for the family. Right. And, and I th- I think she was right about that. You know, those the sons were all, like, ah, oh, fuck you. You just want dad to leave or whatever. But, like, I really think that she was right that, a trial was going to be fucking crushing. Right. Um, I don't know about for Jesse though. Whether... I think
0: Jesse got. I think Jesse got a raw deal either way.
1: And I actually I think Jesse's the one who was like a self imposed martyr.
0: Inter- Did we even say so? Jesse was the eighteen year old son who got kind of wrapped up i don't how did he get
1: he he taught with the with the father
0: okay so because he taught with him he was wrapped up so he got charged with the same the same shit
1: and he uh he confessed he pled guilty and then uh not in the documentary but he went on geraldo and confessed to everything he did and gave you know specific details and all sorts of stuff so he did it uh, no. Not necessarily. I, I still think he didn't. Um, But he did go on Geraldo and gave specifics of what he did and didn't do. Shit. Also, not in the documentary, uh, there was a third person charged and convicted. There was a friend, I think of Jesse's, who uh pled guilty and turned state's witness against him. And claimed that he had seen everything... And identified victims and all that.
0: Holy shit.
1: But not, that's not in the documentary. I don't think that... Everyone points to that as like a, a proof that the documentary is, bra- is lying, and I don't see it that way. Um,
0: it seems like it was done in fairly real-ish time, though, too. Yeah. Like, the I mean, epilogue piece of it was literally Jesse getting out of prison. And seeing right. his mom for the first time and seeing his brother after a while. So,
1: I mean, so the whole, I mean, all of their, like, research and whatever done for the documentary was done 13 years after the fact or so. Because he was in prison for 13 years. Right. Um, he was 19 when he went to prison.
0: Can I just say, he looked like a mature-ass 19-year-old. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I feel like that's true with just, like, when you look at people from, from that are, like, older... I always look at, like, teenagers that were born in, like, the 60s or 70s, and I'm like, God, like, you looked like a man.
1: But (laughs) I also, like, I found out someone I work with is 24, and I thought I would have bet money she was, like, 29. Yeah. So I just, I think I'm a bad Age is hard. Age is hard.
0: Age is hard, but when they were, like, you know, showing him at, like, the age of 18 and 19, I'm like, you're, like, a full-ass grown dude.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That is true.
0: Cause you get to college and you see some college freshmen and you're like, "Are you still like in high school? Like you're so tiny." Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, Jesse was interesting. I don't, I didn't really buy that he was involved. I th- I think he got kind of wrapped up in a.
1: I really think he did. Should storm.
0: Up. Um, uh, it's very sad.
1: And he, I mean, he was in prison for longer than his father was. His father committed suicide.
0: To give him life insurance, so he had money.
1: Yeah, don't say it like that. He like but whatever. I mean
0: I know it's gross. I'm just saying, like, it's true because if you've been convicted of, of that degree of thing, you're not getting a job.
1: Yeah. Like you I, can't really work. Wanted, I really wanna I really wanna know what he's doing now.
0: Did you not giggle it?
1: I and didn't also Seth
0: not. Seth, the middle middle child, declined to uh Yeah participate, which I noticed kind of early on, and I was like, I want to know what this guy looks like, or what he has to say about it. Um, Jesse?
1: Well, so I do know that he, um, he's, like, attempted to get, uh, like, to, to kind of take steps legally in the case, um, since then, and that, and at some point he tried to get the N- Nassau County, uh, to release all of his, all of the evidence they had against him in the case, um, but they the court ruled that they didn't have to because he uh, pled guilty. Um, Damn. I don't I don't know what he's doing now. He he looks healthy. He looks identical.
0: Well, from April of this year, he was still going to like appeals court.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: That's nuts.
1: I mean, if you were really wrongfully convicted, you know, like, uh, it's also. God, this, it's so, I couldn't help but thinking over and over and over again, like, how the fuck do you sign a release on this? You know what I mean? Like, how, especially at one point, David, Danny, the, David, David, David the clown, uh, says, you know, none of my friends know about this. I don't tell anyone about this because it could ruin my career. Yeah. Um, which I think he's right. Uh, and how do you then fucking show up in an one... Well, I guess you don't know how successful the documentary is going to be. But how do you show up in a documentary? It was nominated for an Oscar.
0: That's awesome. That's crazy. Um, With that said, because cause everything you say, I say yes. And also, David's video diary. Yeah. I felt... <laughs> did you feel weird watching it? So yes. So, he starts this... So, okay, they film everything. Like, that's why there's so much good footage, is that they all film shit. And so, David is filming this, like, video journal, and he's literally like, this is my diary. Like, this is only for me. So, if you're not me and you're watching this, like, you're wrong. Like, you shouldn't be watching this. And if you're the cops, fuck you. Like, that's how it starts. And so, obviously, I realized, like, he signed off for this to be in the documentary, but I felt so fucked up watching it. I was like, I... He doesn't want me to see this.
1: There are a lot of people online who say things about, like, how narcissistic the family is and, like, how self-centered they are. And, like, yeah, I think the biggest proof of that is the fact that there's a documentary in the first place. I mean, yeah. like, like how, how on earth? I can't imagine. I can't, all of it. I mean, like, the mother is kind of, like, you know, she kind of, she's the most held back. She's the one who doesn't just, like come forward with all of her feelings about this, but they just say everything.
0: Yeah. No, it was it was kinda all out there. It it felt um, as honest as it could be, but still leaving so much ambiguity as to like what really went down. Um which is kind of cool. I, I think documentaries that like let you think or, like, leave you without necessarily, like, a hard conclusion are interesting. Because then it's not, like, a brainwashing story. It's, like, here's some information. Do with it what you will.
1: Yes. And they <laughs> did it improv. well. Yes. <laughs> they, no, they did it. And it's, like, uh, as, you know, it's stressful and it's dark and it's uh, scary and it's sad. But it's, like, enjoyable <laughs> uh, all at the same time. Um, definitely, if if you like true crime, you should watch this.
0: This is on a lot of lists of like if if you like this, then try this. And I think we've both seen it pop up in that way a long time. And I'm really glad we finally watched it. Um, yeah. It it was better than I could have expected. It was very interesting.
1: Um. Happy fiftieth.
0: Happy 50th
1: Here's to 50, 50 more. more 50 more I guess yeah 49 yeah. 50 more 50 plus 50 is 100
0: And we're doing 100
1: And then we we're can... done
0: No then we have to come up with something new
1: Yeah we'll do like uh, 100 uh, Radio plays in 100 weeks
0: Exactly I I have faith that we'll find something um So next week
1: Oh, it's your pick.
0: Yeah, it is
1: This um, is important by the way cuz this is like the first one of the new season. This is the second season. This is season 2. Yeah.
0: Uh season 2s are always good on TV shows though. <laughs> so I we can I no, they always are. Season 2 and 3, no. It's true. Mm. Okay. So we're only we're only hitting our prime. Um this was recommended to me back when I still worked in a coffee shop so like Ooh. years ago and uh, that was before
1: you had a beard
0: yeah. <laughs> oh shit that was funny Um cool so it's on the Netflix it's called Best of Enemies and it is a, about this political rivalry and uh it's two guys arguing about politics. From a long time ago, I've I've heard it's very good. So hopefully the dude that recommended it is right. Hopefully. I think we're gonna learn something regardless. Um, are you googling it right now?
1: I am. Mhm. Seems like a documentary that you know that.
0: It that is. That does that does the thing. It is, and it's rated R, so there's probably a boob. Oh, what? Um so yeah, so that's that's what we're gonna turn turn the corner with. You know, come up on our third loop soon. Or Good. complete complete our third loop soon. The fun run's almost over, Jason.
1: The fun, yeah, that's and then it's it's no fun from there. Um I'm. I, I. I don't think I'm going to distort any quotes, uh, other than to say um, there are there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of charities that support uh, wrongfully convicted people. Uh, if you want to believe that the Friedmans were wrongfully convicted, uh, I recently made a donation to the Innocence Project, uh, and uh, it felt really good. Um, so consider doing that, and then maybe. Uh, there'll be less documentaries like this because fewer people will be wrongfully convicted maybe but maybe they really did it so maybe it's okay i don't know that's yeah good and season two